0: So hey guys, welcome back to another week with Alternative Ass Ada, you're rocking with your girl Ada, and today we have a um kind of a um difficult conversation for some people. We're going to talk about pride and uh allyship and all of that good stuff. And um please excuse my voice. I just got my tongue pierced, so I'm having a bit of trouble enunciating words because I didn't realize how much you actually depended on your tongue to speak but um yeah so we're gonna talk about um pride because it is pride month and I am an ally and a part of the community so um you know we're gonna talk about all that stuff and I'm gonna give you a brief history of pride and how mm, it is it has become important to other movements per se and how you can help and different sexualities and all that type of stuff. So um we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to jump right back into it. So um thank you for listening and stay tuned for the broadcast. So guys, we're back and we're going to talk about um the history of pride first. As you know, I kind of write down all my stuff that I want to talk about um, and that way everything's not organized, everything is organized and not random. So, um, as most people know, if you attend the college campus or if you've been any around anybody or been on Twitter, that pride has a pretty infamous start. Um, so it's actually very relevant now, given the climate, a lot of people are talking about how rioting and looting, looting have no effect on anyone's movement and how it's not helping the black lives matter movement and how those people are animals and etc cetera, et cetera, but um writing rioting and looting have always been a tool of the movement and they have always kind of been proven to be beneficial like um Pride, the civil rights movement back in twenty sixteen when the protests first started. Even now, we're seeing a lot of change despite the quote unquote violent act of rioting and looting. So, um, I'm gonna give you a history of Pride. I'm gonna try to read it from um, a secondary website, Vogue, actually. So. I want to be clear that Stonewall was not the start of the LGBTQIA movement. The activists have been organizing since um, at least the 1920s, but the rage from Stonewall kind of helped jump the movement to a new level. So basically what happened was on the morning of June 28th, 1969, eight officers from the um, Public Moral Division of New York City, which is like a, a separate section of the police department, they raided Stonewall Inn, which is like a gay bar in New York. Um, it's in the Greenwich Village. So back then, the public morals division could enforce laws for like gambling, prostitution, narcotics, and homosexuality, which, you know, think about it nowadays, like we don't have a public morals division because it's immoral. Like it's not, how can you have a police division that that pleases more morality but yeah cops could um arrest or even force ho- hospitalization for gay people so like they didn't have rights but on this day i guess um, they were tired of it so the bar Patrons fought back, and it kind of started when Marsha P. Johnson cried, I got my civil rights, and she threw a cup. And the cup has like a specific name, I can't remember it right now, but it's very important, it's very like iconic to the movement. But um, basically, more and more people joined the fight, including people from neighboring bars, and hundreds of people resisted arrest and fought against police oppression. The rioters broke the windows, set cars on fire, injured some police officers, and the police ended up barricading themselves inside Stonewall Inn. So then the tactical um, patrol force in New York tried to intervene, but they were run out of the neighborhood by the rioters, and as things started to calm down, um everyone thought basically things would go back to normal they just thought it was a one-time thing but the word started to spread about the riots and the protests and thousand returned like over a thousand people returned the next night to continue the protest and it actually lasted for six days so like this stuff that you're seeing on the news about the george Floyd. Floyd protest isn't new. It isn't a new phenomenon. It isn't out of the way for people to jump on police cars, set things on fire, loot stores. Like this has been a tool of the revolution for a very long time. So, like the next year, the anniversary of Stonewall riot was marked by demonstrations in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Um, At first, the New York City Day celebration was called Christopher Street Liberation Day in Los Angeles and San Francisco. These events became known as Gay Freedom Marches. And then the day was called Gay Freedom Day. And then Chicago eventually had Gay Pride Week, which um, it has um, evolved to have a month now. But honestly, every day is Pride Day. Like, don't let this month be the only month that you express yourself don't let it be the only month you um celebrate yourself for being a part of the community and being proud of who you are and being able to stand up for yourself um so a lot of people ask how many flags there are and how many sexualities there are um, so as of I done my research and as of twenty eighteen there are twenty eight sexuality slash romantic orientation. A lot of people ask, um, are there any sexuality slash orientations not recognized by um the community? And typically we do not recognize sapiosexuality and pedophilia as part of the community because um Basically, pedophilia is a no-no, and sapiosexuals are people who identify as being sexually attracted to intelligence, which is not really a gender identity or a sexual identity that you can be attracted to. It's more of just like a preference. Um... we typically don't recognize those two as part of the community um i do identify as gray romantic um just kind of um in that range i'm not really sure i'm kind of in the middle between demisexuality and gray sexuality but that's just me um so another question is we kind of get asked a lot is what is the difference between um sexuality and romantic orientation a lot of people don't know there's a difference between sexuality and romantic orientation sexuality has to do with more of a sexual like um for instance you could be homosexual which means you have the desire to have sex with a man or you could be bisexual which means you could have the um preference or the the desire to have sex with both a man or a woman but romantic orientation is kind of like the best way to describe it is who you would date so um you can be bi romantic but heterosexual so you could want to date a man or a woman or but only want to have sex with someone of your opposite gender. And that's fine because sexuality is a spectrum. The same with romantic orientation is all a spectrum. You could... I know stories of people who thought they were bi and it turns out they experimented and they weren't bi. And I think we should make experimenting a part of you know being normal and growing up so much so many times we taboo or make things taboo when they don't have to be it's normal to be i don't want to say confused but it's normal to be a little loss of what you like how can you know you never liked something if you never tried it if you never had spaghetti how can you know that you don't like spaghetti because you seem spaghetti some people are just confident that they don't like spaghetti and that's fine but some people are not as confident and they want to try it but it's become a taboo in their community and they'll be frowned upon but I think it should be normalized because everybody has periods of that um part of themselves where they feel lost and they don't know their identity and they're not sure of themselves it's okay to feel as though you don't know yourself and want to try something new and I think that needs to be normalized especially in the black community I can't speak for other communities because I am only a black woman so I can't speak for what it's like to be a male or a white male but I do know in the black community that being gay is completely taboo and if you're gay you're not a real man and you're a sissy and someone should straighten you out and I don't think that's right Um, so, you know, a lot of people ask, I have this fight with everybody all the time. Is there a gay agenda? Is there, why do we, should we show children gay movies? Should we show children, um, TV shows with two or more parents of the same gender? I don't think... That is a problem because we normalize heterosexual and heteroromantic relationships and children see that all the time. And even when they come out the womb, you'll say to a, like a male baby, oh, he's such a he's such a lady killer. He's going to be such a ladies man when he grows up. He's going to be just, you know, he's going to pull all the girls. We say that and people don't realize that that reinforces a heterosexual stereotype um you know and i think that's a problem because we constantly reinforce these heterosexual stereotypes and these gender normatives when everything i don't want to say everything but a lot of stuff should be normalized like it should be like it's okay to introduce your children to people who have parents of the same gender on tv because in real life people have two dads or two moms or two agender parents like that's okay it's okay to show children that there are differences among them i just feel like in the black community we view that as taboo when 20 30 years ago it was us it was other people saying like are having black characters on tv were they is it some type of black agenda and why do we need black people on tv and even now we're still fighting that fight because we realize representation matters and if you can realize that among race why can't you realize it among sexuality and gender and that bothers me because we recognize it but we don't we recognize it when it comes to us and our skin tone we want to see more black barbies on the show we want to see more black owned businesses we want to support these things but we don't want to support it when it comes to sexuality and i really want to know why is that why do people care so much about the way other people feel you know and people need to realize that um you know, it's, it should be normalized. So I have a couple of statistics. Give me a second to pull them up. And I want to share them because a lot of people don't realize that not having representation affects you. So there's the effects of mental health in the LGBT community. Up to 7% of Americans express a mood disorder each year. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in the LGBTQIA community between individuals of the age 10 and 20, 10 through 24. And uh, LGBT TQIA people are more likely three times more likely to experience a mental health condition and youths with the high rejecting families are 8.4 more likely to act on self-harming behaviors including but not limited to suicide and up to 30% of LGBT individuals abuse substances as compared to 9% of the general population and each encounter with an LGBT victimization due to harassment or abuse increases the likelihood of self-harming behavior by an average of 2.5 times and if this was us in the black community we would be rioting If somebody said like hey you're black i don't like you it would be a riot it would be a whole problem but when it comes to sexuality we don't call it out as much and i think because it's not normalized to be different from someone that it leads to rejection and harmful behaviors and even violence i saw a statistic today when i was on twitter that um women in um relationships with other women are more likely to experience um, domestic violence but less likely to get help because the fear of coming out or having to express that hey i'm in a relationship with someone the same gender or the same sex as me um they kind of they don't want that fear of being rejected so they keep quiet so a lot of i saw today that a girl was murdered by her girlfriend And it made me really sad because the comments were like, well, she shouldn't have been gay or she deserved it. And I felt like that wasn't right. Like, why do we treat people of this... um this caliber this group of people this type of way so i just feel like to answer the question very long-winded speech no there is not a gay agenda no there's not some type of movement to force straight people to um have to view gay people it's the simple representation that we all desire the same way we desire to see black barbies on the shelf people want to see gay barbies on the shelf people want to see gay-owned businesses or lgbtqia-owned businesses like where can i support where can i invest how can i be an alley and um I basically like, uh, ally, sorry, I basically like say go to pride, be open to people's gender identities and sexual identities, don't judge, just be open minded, kind of things like that. I know a lot of people, like I'm speaking, people have asked me, have I ever been to Pride? Um, I've been to Pride twice. I went to Pride when I was in South Korea. And the experience there, it was a wonderful experience. I loved it. I had a lot of fun, but I was also very disappointed because, um, for one thing, I wasn't supposed to go because KSU alerted us that morning on our app, like, hey, um, don't go to such and such street. It was by the... um, American what do you call it um consulate by the American consulate they told us like hey you guys can't go to the consulate today There's supposed to be a very big protest and um there's predicted to be violence and a fight so I wasn't supposed to go and it wasn't anything abnormal to me because there's a protest every day in Korea the police buses were always outside so it wasn't anything new to me I'm just like okay But my friend had invited me to go to Pride with her, and I was very honored. So we went to Pride, and um, the streets, some of the streets were blocked off. You could only enter one way. You could only exit one way. The police had barricaded certain exits. The police had walked with the protesters. Um, They did their best to kind of shield us from the angry protesters because people, I mean, Korea is very intolerant of um, same-sex or in um intersexual couples and marriage i had friends from mexico who were there too it was a lot of international students and they said mexico is not very accepting of different sexualities as well so um they were very happy to be outside but we had counter protesting um, people trying to tell us we need to come back to God, you need to do XYZ, you need to repent, God doesn't love you, your parents don't love you, and it was very sad because these are just everyday normal people, like what makes them so, I guess, demonic or demonized Um, um in the eyes of quote-unquote regular or heterosexual people. And also, I went to Pride last year in Atlanta, and it was such a wonderful celebration. I kind of was very sad because KSU didn't have a um, Pride banner this year, but GSU did. So I was like, oh my God, KSU, we didn't show out. I think I was out there for like five, six hours. Like, I thought it was going to be, it was supposed to be from like, what, 12 to five. I think we didn't leave till seven. We were at Pride for a very long time, but it was fun. I got a bunch of free stuff. Like, I got my beads. I got my Pride fans. I got, <laughs> like, condoms. And I learned a lot. Like, there's free clinic testing for HIV because you guys know the HIV epidemic didn't end. Um, A lot of people think it just ended, but really everyone just kind of died. So, Know that epidemic isn't over, but there is a lot of um, different medications and technologies that can help you today, rather than back then when the epidemic first started. So I learned a lot, and I do recommend everyone go to a pride, whether you support the community or not. I do feel like I am Christian. I do feel like it is my. Duty as a Christian to love everyone and treat everyone with respect because who am I? I always live by the fact that, or I always tell myself, who am I to condemn someone to hell when I sin as well? I'm not perfect in my Christianity and I don't feel like I have the right to judge anyone or condemn them. I don't know. Well, I know. Um... How do I put this? I don't know what's pleasing in the eyes of God and I don't know what's not pleasing. Like, yes, we have the things like don't murder, don't overindulge in drinks. But I've realized a lot of the stuff I was taught in the church is not in the Bible. And I think we all need to take the, the opportunity to read the Bible for ourselves and decide what we feel like is the word of God and the testament and the true testament to God. And I think that's very important to do. But, you know, you can only really do so much. I feel like I'm straying. I'm kind of all over the place in today's podcast. But um, the next one will be a little bit better. We'll talk about some other stuff. As you guys know, um, recommend the topics to me as you have before. And I want to thank you for kind of listening and tuning in. For today's broadcasting. Sorry, it's kind of short. I only did 20 minutes. Last week, I had a lot more to talk about, but I just kind of wanted this to be a short educational thing, and I wanted to celebrate pride by helping people know the history and um, factuals behind the movement, and I can't talk much because my tongue is still swollen. I don't know if you guys heard me swallowing or smacking my lips every 10 minutes but it's kind of really hard to talk with the tongue ring in. so but i didn't want you guys to think i have forgotten about doing podcasting i'm very happy to do this podcast i'm very happy to talk about things i know i saw on instagram you guys had recommended me a lot of different topics so i wanted to get into all of that stuff but i want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast and sorry it's so short and i hope to see you guys back next week um it'll also probably be late as well i try to do them every friday but i've been (laughs) doing interviews back to back and my friend's birthday is this week i want to give her a shout out happy birthday kendra low the best and prettiest and baddest aka there is happy birthday i love you lots and um thank you guys for tuning in see y'all next week (laughs)